everybody and welcome back to this latest episode from my coronavirus 2020 lockdown podcast. Coming up a little bit later on, I am going to be speaking to Vanessa Morrison, who is currently stuck at home, working from home and homeschooling her children. So we will be having a chat with Vanessa in a short while and we'll uh, see how she's getting on doing all these new things she has to do. Now, a little word of warning, this conversation with Vanessa could go, let's say, many ways, but um, I have a very good feeling that this could be a little bit silly. So hold on to your hats, it could be a bumpy ride. I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, I think it was, about an old friend of mine, DJ Zaki C. He is still smashing that target, that money he's raising for charity, I think is now well over £16,000. He has attracted a lot of media attention. And he does tell me that on Friday he is making an appearance on Granada Reports on ITV. So do keep a look out for that. I think it's around about five o'clock normally. So yeah, do keep a look out for Zach on ITV on Friday. And also, if you haven't already, go and look him up on Facebook, DJ Zaki C. Speaking of Facebook pages, I have set up my own little page for this podcast series. So if you want to head over to Facebook and it's Facebook forward slash KCLP 2020 and it will take you straight to my page. Hit like, share whatever is on there, spread the love, all that stuff, you know. So I do hope you're all having a wonderful day so far and I hope you know, your lockdown is treating you well and nice and I hope you're not all too bored. Right, I think it's on with the show, so to speak, and it's time to introduce my latest guest. So hello, Vanessa. How the devil are you? How is life in lockdown treating you? I am splendid. Uh, and lockdown life is um is okay. Lovely. Is, uh, I don't know, how, would you, how can you describe lockdown life apart from okay and um, just... Living my best life in loungewear. That's, exactly, yeah. How great is it, <laughs> you know, save a fortune on washing powder? No, see, that's the thing. I am obsessively washing all my clothes. I'm like, It's like I found a new a new thing to keep me occupied, apart from the volunteering and all the other stuff. And I obsessively wash washing. everyone's clothes every day. <laughs> Change the kids about four times from PE kit to, uh, to normal clothes. Back well, to pajamas. If I was allowed out out of the house, I would bring you my mind to do, but uh, I'm not allowed. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm fine. Fine with what I've got. Fair enough. So, Vanessa, thank you very much for joining me in my podcast or on my podcast, should I say? It's very nice to have you here. Um, is that a cat pairing? It's, it's my cat. She's come to join in. Oh, MG, this this <laughs> She's podcast. She's got some serious lockdown views. <laughs> You'll have to mute out the swearing. <laughs> Why do I feel like this podcast is not gonna is not gonna go very well today? <laughs> oh dear me! Right. <laughs> I'm trying to move the mic away well, from her, but she's just like climbing up towards it. She's furious. What's your cat's name? Meatball. Meatball. Meatball the cat. Meatball the cat. As if yeah. this could not have got any worse. You've, you've got a cat <laughs> called Meatball. Yeah, she's white with black spots on her. And we decided because she had little spots all over her, we'd call her Meatball for the spots. But she's often referred to... I apologise in advance, right? She's often referred to as Bowley or Ball Bag. So... <laughs> oh... By her family kids. 
I don't think I can cope. I think I'm going to end it now. Well, hello, Vanessa, and hello, Meatball. I forgot what I've asked you so far now. You've asked me how is lockdown. How is lockdown? And you answered, you answered, of course, because you're doing tons of washing. Right, okay. I'll cross that one off my list then. There we go. We've asked that one. Vanessa, you are currently working from home, aren't you? I am. How are you finding that? Uh, so, in honesty, pretty bloody impossible, to be honest. And uh, and it, so both me and Andy have been named as key workers. So Andy works for the DWP, uh-huh. but he has to go into the office every single day. So I'm at home and I work for, um, So I, well, I kind of work supporting the NHS, um, but I, I don't work for the NHS. And um, so we've got quite a lot of work on. And um, just trying to find the space to get my head space, right, so I can concentrate and think whilst keeping the kids entertained is pretty hard. So my my current working day starts at 6 o'clock in the morning and um, ends whenever um, whenever it can end, really, from uh, from the night and whenever I've done whatever I need to do. And it's littered throughout the day with um, various requests for drinks, requests for bum wipes, and that's requests just off your for husband. Uh, assistance with... <laughs> That, that's from Meatball. <laughs> that's from Meatball. <laughs> so, of course, you are homeschooling as well. Yes. So how are you finding juggling both working from home and also schooling your children from home? Is that is that a word, schooling your children? Well, is, is that the, well, the right apparently... Thing? It's gonna it's it's gonna become a hashtag, isn't it? Hashtag schooling schooling the kids. Yes. Homeschooling the kids. So well, it's still it's still a learning experience for me. So at first I think I thought, right, what we'll do is we'll get on these apps that the children teachers set up timetables for us, mm-hmm. they set up apps for us, everything's good to go. Um and then what I quickly found, um very quickly into day one is that they fly through everything on their apps and be done in about 20 minutes. Lorna can't read, so I had to sit with Lorna anyway through the mm. apps, and that were a bit pointless. And then they'd done everything they needed to do in a really short space of time. And then you're in this war with them, like, don't let them go on tech, like, text mm. this enemy. And uh, gradually, over this first week, what I found is actually tech is normally, in our house, something that, like, a big bone of contention where you can't go on tech all the time. And now I'm like, do you know what? You actually, I need to put you on tech because yeah. I need to get on with this. So I need yeah. tech to occupy you for a little while. So it gives me a good hour to go, to go over here. So we just every day finding a new balance and finding a new way of doing things. But for me, the homeschooling bit is not just about, um, it's not just about the school and, and stuff because all of that stuff they'll get back. Yeah. Um, reading, anything they'll miss on history. What I want them to understand is that they're living a history lesson right now. Of course, so this, yeah, this kind exactly. of thing has never, ever happened before for us. And it is, yeah. it, my brother, he's in the army, my brother, and he's described it as, um, the world war of our generation and there's so many opportunities and learning opportunities coming out of this and things with things that they've they've not they've been so privileged and so lucky so things like rationing um mm. and and learning to learning to um well self-ration themselves so they get four snacks a day now that they put in the smiggle bags and that's it when they're gone they're done for the day so they choose whatever they want in the bag um and then if they, if they take a bite of it and they don't like it, they don't get to put it back. Mm. They, they can just, I'll eat it, let's be honest. <laughs> but um, they, could, um, but or, they don't get another dip. Or meatball. 
<laughs> Meatball bloody would eat it. But, oh, I don't know whether I'm allowed to swear, but I swore. Yeah, it's but, fine. <laughs> blood is in the Bible, blood is in the it. book. If you don't bloody believe me, have a bloody look. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, so there's all things like that. So DIY, trying to teach him that. Obs, I'm getting him painting me outside bar because that's the right thing to do oh, for children. See, everyone's doing DIY and stuff. <laughs> You've got to. <laughs> When when else do you get the opportunity to sit at home? Honestly, in this two week, in this week and a bit, it's not even been two weeks. Have it? No, I've wallpapered two rooms. Wow, See, I've, uh, I'm all over this chisel. There is no excuses left for not doing DIY. You know, exactly. the, the biggest excuse was always, "Oh, I'll do it when I've got some time. I'll do it when I've got when, when I'm not busy." I like, come on, like th- that is not an excuse anymore. It's like, it, you you can't go anywhere. So if you do have some free time. Why not go and build a bookshelf or whatever? That's it. Because And, and I want to teach the kids that as well because they never get the chance to, to learn that. We baked bread the other day, and although they were a bit moany at first, like, oh, my hands are getting messy, they loved it by the end of it. And when it came out of the oven, they could put butter on it, and it all melted, and it smelled really, really good. They loved it, and they, they were like, we made this. And so all the little things like that, that they're not going to – they might do a little bit of school – but I like to think that now we're making memories of things it's, like they'll yeah, build something. Yeah, of course we are. It, it, it is. I mean, that that's the whole reason why I, I'm doing all these all these podcasts. It's, it's, it's to make memories and something there to, to be documented about in years down years down the line. Because that's know, it, isn't it? It's it's important because because this is you know we we are living something that we hopefully would never have to live again in our lifetime. And when all the young youngsters are, are grown up and older, they can look back on stuff. And it's just, it's important that people remember it and remember it for the good as well as the bad. Yeah. And Meatballs is proper pairing. I know, she's back. It's great. She's, I tell you, she's got some strong opinions, Chris. <laughs> it's great. This cat, she's got some strong opinions. <laughs> Stop your swearing, Meatball. Calm it down. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, like, educating kids and things, it's not always just about your maths and English and, 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 and your kind of your key subjects as such. There's lots of other lessons that can be learned, like life skills and things. Absolutely. You, you, know, you mentioned about, about baking and things, you know, make, making DIY stuff, building things. I think there's a lot of good to, to come from, from this, what is happening. And I think it's a lot of things that people are going to learn other than education. It's shocking just like how many people are not able to do basic tasks like, you know, bo- boil an egg and things. It's Absolutely, just, it's, yeah. And I think it's that kind of thing where at the minute now where people don't always have the option to ring for a takeaway anymore or Uber Eats and McDonald's or whatever. It's I think people are going to be forced in the direction to actually learn something new, whether it boiling an egg, making a cup of tea or whatever it might be. You know, I think it's there is some good to come from this. The fact that people are going to have to push the, the, their boundaries to do something different and put, get themselves out of the comfort zone. Well, and that, for me, what you've just said there about getting out of your comfort zone is a key point of what they want the kids to learn from this. Because not so long ago, Caroline Flack obviously took her own life, which was really, really sad and massively shocking. And everybody came forward with the, oh, be kind, be kind, blah, blah, blah. And I wonder how many of them same people have, I wonder how some of them people have acted in this climate and how some of them people have 
have behaved with stockpiling and how some of them people have behaved with other people and how when they've seen people going out they've instantly jumped on them and gone stay inside stay inside and almost with their pitchforks chasing them back in their house saying you do this without a thought of how many people need to deal with this in their own way and and they just need to get through it. and as much as i'm on board with the entire stay inside be good be you know like um don't spread this around we've also got to accept that people are, are going to deal with this in their own way and if they're going out on the walk and they're doing all the things that they want to do then that's fine obviously don't go don't don't be stupid and do do like stupid things go out in groups and things like go to your friend's house but but if people want to walk to the shop every single day they're actually not breaking any guidelines despite what other people might think and if people want to stockpile um, toilet paper it's ridiculous but but they might be doing it because they, they're not the so all these people like you were saying be kind be this what I'm trying to teach the kids is actually push your boundaries break your comfort zone stand on the front doorstep and clap your little hearts out for the NHS because they're the guys who were don't be don't be embarrassed to do it because we are together and we are you know like don't don't be afraid to smile at a stranger in the street and say hello because that might be the only conversation they've had today no, of course. Everybody is in the exact same same position, and yeah. everybody has got their own their own stories, their own tales, and everybody's travelling through like their own journey as, as as such. But we're all primarily in the exact same same position, and so you know you said about um, if someone wants to go out every day um, to the shop, I'm the kind of person who I shop on a day to day basis. So yeah. and that's something I've always done, like. As a family, we we don't we don't go and do a big shop because it's just a, it's you, you don't always eat it all or you don't always need it all. So you know what's what's the point? So what we've always done is we take daily visits or every other day and we go and get what we need as and as and when. And it's kind of, I have found myself I go out every day to the shop, and now I find myself like you can feel people looking at you like well what are you doing out again? When when all this started, I put a little post on when I found out the kids were leaving school because I could feel the tension building in people and like I could feel people changing and and I said to Andy at the time I said people are going to remember for how they act in this and and I genuinely believe people will be but not only people businesses will be remembered for how they treated their employees how they acted how they communicated and uh, so I put a little post on Facebook and I said just carry on doing what you do and if if you're shopping and you shop once a month do that. If you shop once a week, do that. If you shop daily, do that. Do whatever's right, but don't go out and buy all the toilet roll. Don't go out and buy this because by doing that, you're forcing people out the house. And it's the same with online shopping. I said save the online slots for people who need them, the elderly and people who have to isolate. And um, but because that's what needed to happen, that's not what's happened. Because if you, you know, if you, God, you try and get an online slot now. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I think I looked uh, the other day and. I forgot where, where it was, but I think the next available one was I think the 11th or 12th of, eight of April. Yeah. And it's ludicrous, but I can I can understand it. They, you know, they only have so much, so many slots. They only have so many drivers, and it's people really now who who have turned to online shopping to get things that they don't particularly need. They're just doing it because Absolutely. it's an available shop. And it's oh well, I I don't know when I'll get a chance to go to the shop again. But it's like there are people out there who genuinely genuinely need that slot or that trip to the shop or whatever you know there's there's there's, there's always somebody worse off than you, than yourself and i think people are are being very selfish 
they are being selfish. They are, and like I know people who've ordered online groceries from four different shops, and they don't need them. But but now I was saying to Andrew, like, what would we do as a family now if 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 one of us got ill, it would mean the entire household had to isolate. Yes. And how would we get food? And mm. for us and the cats, yeah. and and then so then that that breeds that stop. You need to stop our mentality. Now we yeah. haven't because we suddenly thought, well, actually. We'd just, we'd just have to ask other people to help us. We'd ask the neighbours. We'd ask, we'd ask whoever to go nip to the local shop and get, get what we, what we could, you know, and like just, just do it that way. And so we don't, we tend to buy cat food for a month anyway. So we're, we do like a shop now. But it was the cats, to be honest, the cats more than anyone else. Because I thought we've got lentils. If need be, I'll have boiled lentils. <laughs> I mean, God knows our stomachs would not be happy <laughs> after that many boiled lentils. But do you know what? Needs must. Yeah, no, to- totally agree. Totally agree. You know, you, you've, you, you get by with with what with with what you've got, and and, and animals. You know, it's. I'm so glad you so glad you've mentioned that because it's so easy to just think about yourselves and your family, and I'll be on. I'll be honest with you. The 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 first things i thought of with all this was my dogs and cat and it's like they were the first thing that came into my head yeah. when when we were you know locked down you, you know self-isolation you you can't go to the shop you know you can't go out limited shop you know whatever all this panic buying i didn't think about myself and what food am i going to eat i'm like oh my boys and the cat like what am i going to get there absolutely and, and it, it, that as well is is important so I, I i i did the opposite i went to the cash and carry and got a load of dog food and cat food <laughs> why didn't so, i think of the cash and carry i've uh, just done a massive order from wilco <laughs> so and no i i'm not going to call it stockpiling cuz i don't believe that that was stockpiling piling that was just um a educated decision to think oh cash and carry absolutely. it'll be cheaper we buy we buy cat food for the month anyway, so stockpiling yeah. or not, yeah. I buy cat food. I mean, is this stockpiling, um, Chris? I have three bottles of gin in my cupboard. Is that stockpiling? I was just going to mention. All different flavors, though. I was just going to so mention al- alcohol. Or is that just... That's being that's being sensible, Vanessa. That's not <laughs> stockpiling. That's being sensible. I I, I saw a post uh, yesterday on Facebook, and I'm not going to lie. I actually I almost cried. Um, it said, it, it it was fake. It was definitely fake. But it said, um, new government guidelines. The health minister. Oh God, I saw person, it. Have you seen it? Yeah, banning I the sale of to. alcohol. Yeah. Like, what? No. <laughs> no. Honestly, oh. it, it was like someone just jumped on my heart. Honestly, I thought, could you imagine what would happen if, like, I mean, we, me and Andy, like, I know some people have jokes said all the drinking every night. We're still being strict, and we're going right, okay. Monday to Monday, to, sorry Sunday to Thursday we don't have a drink. Thursday night we always red wine. Thursday always have a glass of red wine. Thursday sit at the table, eat a meal, have a glass of red wine, and then we'll have a drink on a Friday and Saturday. Very and I was sensible. just like, oh my god, like what would happen if I couldn't break my week up in that way? So so like this this it just continued on that. I understand why they've done it because it lowers your immune system. Only if you abuse it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I don't I don't think it's it's, it's real. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you're not going to stop. I mean, I, I've I've taken steps myself to actually curb drinking habits. So I only drink now on days that I've got Y in in the name. 
So I, I think that's a, a, re, a really, it's really, really good. You know? It's really key. Well done, Chris. I'm proud <laughs> Thank of you. Thank you very much. Thank Meatball's you. gone quiet, but she's proud of you too. Thanks, Meatballs. <laughs> so, Vanessa, can I ask you another, another question? Of course. So you are homeschooling your children. Mm-hmm. Um, do they understand the, the whole thing of, of why mum is now teacher? So Jake does, um, but Lorna, so she, she knows about, in her words, and I quote, coronavirus, <laughs> but um, she um, she doesn't quite understand that. I think it's it's sinking in daily with her, so we're seeing a bit more emotion coming from Lorna every day, uh, but she doesn't quite get why she can't see her friends, and, and she suddenly started, started dawning on her that it's her birthday next month, and that actually this might still be on her birthday and we've had to cancel quite a lot of things that we had we had booked in. Um, but Jake, Jake gets it. Now, Jake's got um, sensory processing needs. Um, so he, he tends to take things quite literally anyway. So he'll, he'll look at, at certain things. So we, we've always found the best way to deal with Jake is just to tell him the absolute truth about everything. So, so we don't hide anything from him. So we always... Um, so if somebody's ill, we'll tell him that they're ill. Um, and it, you know, you know, like we always say, if somebody's really, really old, we we say that they're really old, and he knows that that means that um, it sounds really awful because he's had quite a lot of loss. We the way that we've had to deal with that with him is to say that people only die when they're really old or really ill. Yes. Yeah. So, and we'll always tell you if somebody's in that position, so that he doesn't have to worry about it. Then it's something he can just move to the side. So we've told him everything, and we've told him even to the point of what would happen if me or Andy got ill. Uh, in this and and the fact that we would isolate ourselves in one of our rooms if we you know if we got really really ill with it and um but um so yeah so he knows exactly what's what's going on do you know what can i just tell you he's just appeared at the door um so he's uh obviously looking to tell me and wondering what i'm doing but yeah so jake's got a really good understanding of it and i'm going to tell you a story right that jake jake did the other day so do you know these stupid quizzes you get on facebook like say oh ask your kids these questions yes, yeah yeah so one came up the other day and said, like, ask your kids these questions, see what answer they give, thinking they'd give funny answers. And Jake's answer, one of the questions was, what would you do to save the planet? So Lorna, being mm-hmm. Lorna, was like, I'd just be kind to everybody. Jake said, I would turn back time, get on a plane, fly to China, find the man that was about to eat that bat, and go, no, 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 Mr. Chinese man, don't <laughs> eat that bat. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> but you, you, the perfect solution. The perfect solution. So Jake's saving the planet by creating a time machine, finding the bat-eating man, and going to warn him not to eat that bat, otherwise he's going to cause a global pandemic. That just shows, though, how how much he understands and how much he's listened and and, and he gets it because, you know, kids amaze me at just how much they actually know. And I think it's very important, as you said, about telling them everything because they're going to find out anyway. And if they don't find out, then they either make up their own mind or they work it out anyway, and then it puts you then in a worse position because you've got to justify why you've not told the truth sort sort of thing. That's the thing, and that's what what we didn't want. We didn't want them to. Um, So for us, for me and Andy, and and we've always got this philosophy, so we don't want to... We want to shield them from from knowing... Because we want them to be kids, so we want to shield them from all the bad things, but they've... 
Um, but but we we also want them to to understand and understand people and understand what's going on around them. So so because we've had we've had like quite a bit of stuff happen in our lives. So we we want them to know that you know um, things happen sometimes, but it's not anything that you should. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be just be happy and always go out and just smile and do this. And that's why the thought of them being frightened if one of us got ill. And just be, by being ill doesn't mean we'd be really ill. Mm. It means we could have flu-like, we could have really mild symptoms. But the thought that, that it could have been something else and that we had to lock ourselves in one of our bedrooms, they couldn't come see us in our bedroom because we didn't want them to catch it. We didn't like the thought of them being upset, so that's why we sat them down and said, if mm. this happens, if one of us get ill, it just means that we'll be in one of us will be in mummy and daddy's room the other one will sleep in your room and you'll see us as soon as we're better it's nothing to worry about mm. it's just that's just the way it's gonna it's gonna be and they both get that and we've reiterated that point whenever whenever we need to and sometimes we'll see a worried face if, if they catch the news or because you can't listen to any radio channel without no, the news no, popping know, on and telling you how many it's, people have died from everywhere. coronavirus but it's, but, um, it's always the bad stuff. It's nev never the good stuff. It's never, never how many thousands of people have actually recovered. Exactly. And I've shown them then videos from Italy, the videos of people singing in the unity yeah. that, that all this lockdown has brought to people of Italy. In the video, of, I don't know if you've seen it, but the lady coming out who's recovered, the doctors have cured her from coronavirus, and she comes out to a round of applause from all the other doctors, and she's clapping them as well to say, like, thank you. And... And that's the stuff to focus on. That the NHS is smashing out of the park, and uh, you know, and and should continue like, and and should be praised for it. And and Jake's always been one that he does recognise the emergency services. So every year at Christmas time, we have to go and we drop him off a box of chocolates and stuff. And actually, as this started, I run up to the hospital with some like cake, you yeah. know, biscuits yeah. and stuff like emergency packs. I call them for uh, some of the workers up there before it got as bad as it, you know, yeah. not as bad, before it started to kick off, really, just because we knew what was coming, so they shoved them in a cupboard. Um, but but it's important for them to know as well that the NHS are working really hard and, and will do, are doing everything they can to fix people, and they, they can fix people, and that's a positive, that out of this we'll get a more appreciated national yeah, I think, service. I, I, think, I think you're right there, because a lot of people, they do take it take it for granted. And, they do, absolutely. You know, I think maybe people from this ha will have learnt that they can just go to the local pharmacist and speak to them <clears throat> because they are as good as anything. And I, that would always be my first port of call, would be go and absolutely. see your local pharmacist and then if they can't help, ring your GP. Absolutely. You know, I don't think I would ever go to A&E unless I desperately had to. Because oh, who would want to? Who well, would want to spend that it. time in A&E? That's it. And that's always been because it's been so busy. And yeah. the way I think is there's, there's there's people who genuinely need that more than what I do. Obviously, if I was in a position where I, I needed it, then, yeah, yes, I would do. But the, when when you go up there and it is full of people who don't particularly need to be there, and I think after all this is over, people will realise that, well, actually... I didn't go to A&E because I cut my finger and I just put a plaster on and it actually healed itself. So, so maybe I don't have to go unless I really need to. Yeah, that's it. And let's hope that that continues for a long, indeed, for a long time. Indeed, indeed. Because they're dead at the minute. I saw a post from a nurse the other day saying it just shows how abused it's been because A&E is absolutely dead. Yeah. Now that people feel they might come up here and catch something. Yeah. But, yes, we'll just have to see... What happens on that front, though? 
have some meatballs quite on that. She's no opinions on the NHS appreciation. She's a uh, she's quieting down on that one. So no swears coming from meatball. <laughs> so during your uh, lockdown, Vanessa, um, what what funny moments have have happened so far? Oh, that's a th- well. I shouldn't really say this on uh, on here, but but my favourite moment so far of lockdown has been um, so Friday at work and during the workday. So have you heard of Microsoft Teams? Yes. So um, so we had um, we had a Microsoft Teams party. Started at three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, we all just sat there. We just had some news that we were waiting from from the NHS that. Um, mm-hmm wasn't quite what we were what we were hoping for um and so we just decided that we were going to start drinking beer yes and, uh, it quickly turned into a proper party where people just sat around and uh after two hours in and about four beers in i was like do you know what guys i'm gonna have to dial off because this is still work and i've got to <laughs> i've got to dial off got to maintain some maintain some professionalism here but the other guys stayed on brilliant stayed on until uh eight o'clock at night in this time, I was up in front of my camera doing Tales of the Unexpected, um, just because I could. I was leaning into the camera, boobs first, just because there was one guy on it who kept sitting down on the floor and pushing his crotch into the camera without meaning to. So I was like, right, okay, genitals in the camera, go. And um, so, so that has been, and it, that sounds really sad that because considering I've been at home with my family all this time. But just my favourite, it was just such a break from yeah. that monotony and all that stuff and just watching people get slow. It was like a, a reverse Christmas do. We are all sat <laughs> in our own homes in our pyjamas looking a proper mess. But we all had our cameras on going, do you know what? Let's just stick our genitals into this camera because we can. And who cares that we're on work's platform? Let's just do this anyway. So, yeah. And I put the phone down. At, I forgot, well, three, I think three, two, three hours in put the phone down i was like do you know what that race i realized i thought i'm actually quite drunk i've been sat on that phone <laughs> just supping beer begging andrew every five minutes just looking at Andrew, going uh, have you finished your beer can you go and get me another beer <laughs> everyone at work just thinks i just boss my husband around all the time and ask him to go which is well let's be honest do you know one <laughs> thing i really really want to know go on is how many like office workers that are now currently working from ho- from home and they are using Skype to attend meetings or hold meetings, how many of these workers are naked at the bottom half when they're on camera? Oh, because this, I'm I, telling you, there's going to be a few. There's got to be. There's got to be. I mean, I, I watch the news and things and people who pop up doing a little a little piece from, from home and they're there in the nice shirt and tie. I think, I bet you're naked at the bottom half. Oh, some definitely are. Some def- I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. And again, this is not for your podcast, really, but I've once <laughs> been on a conference call and had a poo. Brilliant. And, then I just, <laughs> and I just, when somebody asked me a question, if I were like, if I thought they needed something I didn't need to, I just cut it off and then claimed that I'd accidentally been cut off. Brilliant. So it's just sometimes Brilliant. you've just got, when you're on them conference calls, and I don't know if you saw this, but there is an article where Walmart have said that they've sold more shirts than they have pants because people are just in the trackies but wearing no, a shirt on top. That proves my point. That proves my point. I bet Bojo's doing it when he's, oh, he's dialing in by damn video. Damn right like, he is. Damn right. Bojo's sat there in a pair of wire fronts under that damn desk. Damn right, yeah. 
Actually, do you know what I'm going to do now? Next time I have to go on a Teams video call, I'm going to do you know the massive knickers I bought for retake that that we threw on stage. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to wear them at top and just some else. Sorry, them at bottom and some else at top. <laughs> and um, I'm just going to and I will prove it. I will I will send you forth for evidence. Brill, 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 brill. So like on social media and things, um, I. I laugh so much because some of the some of the things people are doing are hilarious. Um, what has been the the funniest kind of meme or comment or whatever you've seen on on social media so far? So my favourite one, and it's so childish, this, but it has been my favourite, and I, I think it's been my favourite. It made the kids laugh as well. But there's one where he shows a little boy and he's got a Nerf gun. And uh, and it says day five of quarantine, and he turns the nerf gun round onto his uh, peanuts <laughs> and shoots himself. <laughs> right in his, right in his peanuts, as Jake would say. Peanuts. And then it instantly, as he starts dancing and crying, they start they overplay it with a uh, an Irish music, so it looks like he's doing the river dance. Brilliant, brilliant. And it just it really oh, I think, I'm, I think I've reason. seen it. I think I have seen it. <laughs> no, my 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 favourite one, which made me laugh far more than what it should have done was a picture of Postman Pat and a caption saying, please keep your knockers clean for your postman. <laughs> it, it properly entertained me. It properly amused me. Just, yeah, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a child. Yeah, but do you know what? You've got to laugh at these things in there. If you can't be childish during lockdown... Then when can you be childish? Chris? Exactly, exactly. You know, I've I've said this said this before. You've got to smile. You've got to be jolly. You've Absolutely. you know you've got to keep smiling because if if you don't smile, you're just gonna cry. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And there's been no tears in this house yet. There's been a some slight we're going insane moments, but um, but no tears apart from the kids. The kids have cried. I mean, they cry every day. It's like standing. <laughs> Over one thing or another. Well, Jake doesn't, but Lorna, she's a right drama queen. She doesn't cry over out. <laughs> but, but yeah, me and Andy have kept it together. So what's this tonight? I'm going to absolutely put this phone call down. I'm like, ah, oh my God, I'm in lockdown. Have a, have a, a lockdown breakdown. <laughs> Feels like a song. Maybe we'll enter into Eurovision next year. Lockdown breakdown. Lockdown breakdown. Yes. We could, we could even have a dance to it. Oh my God, we've got the theme right. We're entering your vision next year. It's happening. Oh, awesome! Brilliant, brilliant. I, I reckon, you know, I, I think what what we need to do is, and I need to say, um, and and encourage people to tell us what their favourite funny Facebook social media meme lockdown meme thing is, and um, share share it share it to my my uh, my my page, and. Uh, and then we can have a reconvene, and we can absolutely um, we can we can go through them. Well, we're currently on thirty-six minutes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. God, I love to talk. <laughs> same, same. We could we could go on all night. We could go on all night. <laughs> so just before we um, bring this to an end, and I go back into therapy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can still hear meatballs purring, and oh, it's she's gone. She's I know, gone but it's, it, it, it's it's embezzled in, into my brain. She, she's one of them meatballs. No one's taken on her opinion. She just storms off, <laughs> and that's what she's done. We don't share her opinions a bit, a bit on like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That's exactly, she is the Donald Trump of the cat world. <laughs> She's off quarantine in the corner of the bedroom now. She's like, yeah. putting Brilliant. him into quarantine. Brilliant. So just before we come to an end on this uh, and we say our goodbyes, um, thank you very much for partaking and being involved with me. I've actually enjoyed the laugh. It's been really enjoyable. Me too. It's been awesome. A much needed giggle. Me too. I've loved it. Loved catching up. Yes. So I'm going to say goodbye and again, thank you very much. And I'm sure we can get together very soon in person and catch up on those many, many missed Prosecco nights. Absolutely. Oh, imagine the bottles we will drink. Oh, I know. I know. I, I, th- I think I think I'm out of practice. To be fair, I might I might have to have a little practice tonight. Right, get on that house party app. We'll uh, we'll at some point we'll have a prosecco night in. Yes. We're on it. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's yes. have a virtual prosecco party. Absolutely. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, and I will be seeing you very soon. Thank you very much. Take care. And yourself. Look after yourself. Stay safe. You too. Stay safe. Take care. Speak to you Bye. soon. Bye. So a big, massive thank you to Vanessa for uh, joining me in in that podcast. I am not going to lie to you. I do feel a little bit mentally exhausted, but I need that. that... <laughs> I'm still laughing over the cat. Oh, dear me. It was much needed. It's nice to laugh. It's nice to be to be jolly and to be cheerful. So again, yes, thank you, Vanessa. And people listening, don't forget, share your favourite funny moments or memes whatever post them onto my facebook page and uh, at some point i will go through with them with vanessa again and we'll have another bloody good laugh but in the meantime keep looking after yourselves and keep looking after your loved ones keep staying safe keep being careful and most importantly keep washing your hands and i will speak to you very soon in my next podcast (laughs) 